Hey there, it's Jess Fraser, and welcome to another episode of Your Inner Vitality. I'm calling to all the dreamers out there, the ones wanting to disrupt the usual and make change. We're talking all things self-care, worth, confidence, goals, and the importance of showing up for yourself so you can show up for those dreams and others too. Remember, it's not about the magic that we create together here, but what you do with it outside. So let's continue this conversation at Your Inner Vitality Community Facebook group. The link is in today's session notes. But until then, let's hanker in for another good session. Do you have any little kitties running around right now? You may want to plug in your headset for this episode. There were a couple of swear words dropped in. And today I have a special guest and her name is Courtney Sancroix. And we're going to get into a little bit more about braving your goals and finding courage to change. All right, Courtney, hmm, I would love if you could just give a quick intro about who you are, what you do, and I would love for everybody to know a little bit more about you. Of course I can. Thank you so much for having me on your show, Jess. It has been an honor to know you, to work with you, and we've done that in so many different ways. So this is such a cool full circle moment, I feel, for both of us. Mm -hmm. I'm honored to be on the show. My name is Courtney St. Croix. I am an independent publisher and a self-publishing coach. So essentially, I help people publish books. That's the easiest way to say it. (laughs) People ask, what do you do? I help people publish books. So if you have an idea for a book, whether that's something you want to write just for yourself or you want to help clients, existing or future clients, if you have a business, um, I help people do that. I focus on women. I help women do that the most, but I do have some male clients. So anyone who wants to write a book, (laughs) I would help them (laughs) with that. And I came from the corporate fitness industry, as your listeners may know that you came from as well. And I think that, you know, was an amazing experience. And I met so many incredible people and learned a lot. I really grew up through the fitness industry and took away a lot about mindset and perspective, even more so than just like just fitness and like the nuts and bolts of it. So I came to publishing organically. I, after I was leaving the fitness space, I started coaching on mindset and confidence I built a brand and, you know, a social media presence and a blog with mindset and confidence at the forefront. And then I created a journal, it's a self-love journal, and it's still available on Amazon. If you search my name, Courtney St. Croix, and that's Croix, like almost like Lacroix, like it's like French, <laughs> but I'm not French. Um, you'll see it because the I leave the original stuff there. I may revamp the self-love journal now that my brand has changed, but I started with self-publishing just to serve the clients and the audience that I was already building and helping them with their self-love and their confidence. And then it just kind of organically grew. I did a few more journals. Then I started doing a group writing project and that has happened multiple times over the past several years. Mm -hmm. And I just really fell in love with helping people become authors. So that's what I do full-time now. It evolved naturally. I wanted to be an author since I was a kid. And I thought that it wasn't possible because the traditional publishing industry is traditionally challenging to get into. Um, So it, it happened on its own and I am thrilled to be doing it full-time now and helping others find their voices too. Massive. You know, and I think what's kind of neat is you're talking about this lifelong dream that you have and how you've made it happen. And, you know, I am curious, what went through your mind as you started to make this bold transition? Oh my gosh. A lot of fear. There's a lot of fear 
that came up and there was a sort of scary transition period between the stability of a full-time corporate job and jumping into entrepreneurship. Now I do have an entrepreneurial partner um, and he has owned his own business for, it's got to be almost 15 years now that he's been owning, but different type of business. So there's also some fear and some barriers that came up with me running an online business and also on my partner's side, because yeah. he doesn't know anything about the online space and the online world. So there yeah. are a lot of sort of speed bumps to get over. And I did, I was very lucky to have a lot of support through people who I met who were also in the entrepreneurial world. And I think that's a really key piece is having a support system around you. Yes, I have my partner. Yes, my family. But nobody else is doing the same kind of online, primarily online business that I'm doing. So having that support network of people I knew um, and also seeing examples of other women who were doing big things. So there were some people in my circle geographically and also people who I met who I never would have met had it not been for social media who were doing things like just casually starting podcasts, casually self-publishing their books, casually making six figures, like casually having these massive financial hitting milestones in their business. And I hadn't seen that up until that point. I don't know about you, but for many years working where I was working, it was a great environment and I loved it. But you really only get to know what is available within that circle, right? I didn't expand my perspective or expand what I thought was possible. I only just looked within my current circle. And in my current circle was mostly people doing the same job as me, making the same money as me, having the same tasks, doing the same day-to-day. And I enjoyed it thoroughly. But once I started opening my eyes to what else was out there, I was like, whoa, why have I never looked at this before? Mm -hmm. Why have I never seen that other people were doing this? So finding evidence for sure was helpful for me. Um, Knowing that the transition is going to be a little bit tricky to navigate because you just don't know what you don't know at the beginning, especially, and having people around you uh, support people, people doing similar things. They don't have to do the same business as you, but if you are about to become an entrepreneur, for example, find first some people in your network who are doing similar business structure or model or something that, that, that was very helpful for me. So I would recommend that for sure. But it was scary. It was a lot of fears fears to overcome. And the fear doesn't go away either. You don't just become an entrepreneur. That's one example. You don't just become an entrepreneur. And then now I'm never scared ever again. There's nothing else that's making me uncomfortable. There's nothing else that I feel I need to learn. Like it's it's ongoing, always. Huge life change, but yeah. You know, it's funny. Like, I feel like you just had so many golden nuggets just in that little takeaway there finding a community that's going to support you and celebrate it. Yeah. You know, then also talking about fear and working through it. I really thought was interesting. And I I really can relate to this as well is when we're in the same old, same old, and we've been in the same old, same old for a long period of time, it becomes our comfort zone and Mm -hmm. it makes it even harder to make those types of moves out of that comfort zone because it's, it's what you know. And, but listen, my comfort zone was so comfy that I never thought I would leave the company that I work for ever. Like there was a period of time, like even for another company, like I never thought I would leave. And then very slowly over a period of about two years. And because of some circumstances changing, started thinking like, what would it look like if I wasn't employed by a company, but instead was employed by myself, what would that look like? Um, and yeah, very scary, but I was, my comfort zone was really, it was the most comfortable couch in the store. 
<laughs> I decided to get off of it at a certain point. But yeah, it is easier to stay there. It's easier to just put your feet up and relax. Same, you know the same, everything's safe. But taking some risks in your life is really going to be a big catalyst for change if that's something that you desire. Mm, yeah. And I think that is in in my realm with the clients that I serve. They're seeking change. The people who are listening to us are typically seeking change or whether they're seeking it or it may be imposed. They may not have the choice for the change that's coming, but how they choose to move through it is the key. And I think this may be not not a bad time to kind of introduce the, you know, Courage to Change journal that you have helped me with and is debuting and now on release for sale. That was a massive undertaking and change for myself. And I'm really would love to dig into a little bit about our experience working together and the journal itself is about helping people take, you know, their two separate lives, their everyday life and their dream life and amalgamating it together in what I call in the journal, my one life mantra. And I felt, and I feel like that is a massive place that people want because if there's a compromise between those two lives, typically it ends up being the dream life that they're, they're compromising because the everyday life is what they know they're comfortable with. It's what's supporting them in their life currently, whether that's efficient or not. It's just, they know what to expect. When you and I started to work together, I was like, I don't, I, this is my dream. I don't know what to expect. I don't know if this is even going to work. All of my inner saboteurs are coming out to play. And I, I think that may be a really neat space to kind of chat a little bit behind the scenes of like, what was it like to create something like this? And, and with your clients as well, what is, what is it like when people are braving change behind the scenes for you? Well, I think there's a couple of interesting things that you mentioned here. So first of all, the Courage to Change journal is a support tool that people can use to navigate change. And Mm -hmm. I already mentioned the fact that finding other people in my circle, finding people, maybe not that were originally in my circle, but other people, I've done things like peer masterminds, I've invested in coaches. There's a number of different ways that you can tackle change. You may do it completely on your own, or you may decide that you want some support. The journal is a really nice middle ground because they can get your wisdom and your tried and tested methods for navigating change inside this easy to access, beautiful, simple journal. And at the same time, creating the journal, if we want to look at it on the flip side, you could have, I have no doubt that you could have done this all on your own had you had the time available to figure out, you know, the nuts and bolts. So you could publish something on your own, or you could find someone to work with. And I, I personally do feel that having somebody in your corner, whether it's someone that's doing work for you, you're delegating things to, or someone that's just supporting you through the process, that is a key piece. So first of all, let this journal be a supporter for you. If you are trying to navigate change, you need this journal. So make sure that you've picked it up if you haven't already, because that can be something for you that's like an element, almost like a support person in like miniature form, because you're getting Jess's wisdom and nuggets and information. But we work together on this for quite some time, you know, creating a book, whether it's a journal or a full book, it is not an instant process. Like humans are used to now seeing everything instantly. You snap your fingers, Mm. you get what you want, you get your your eats, you get your Starbucks right away, you get everything instantly. So what Mm. makes this even more special is the medium of book writing. It is not instant. It is a long and beautiful and trans transformational process, which I yeah. even love to ask you about your thoughts going through the process and mm. how things, you know, transformed for you. Yeah. But when I work with my clients, 
we go from idea to Amazon. So at our very first call, you told me who it was that you wanted to help with this resource, some of the things that you wanted inside of it. Of course, there was some more development. We need to really develop out like the content and the way we wanted things to look. And it is a lengthy process. You know, it, this isn't yeah. something we started a month ago. We started mm-hmm. months and months and months ago <laughs> months and months and <laughs> with months our goal of International Women's Day being the yeah. launch day. And here we are. It's crazy that that has transpired. But you know what? The time is going to pass anyway. So if you have something that you want to do, be it in two years time, be it in six months from now, be it in five years, if you want to go back to school, but you're like, but I'm 40 and I don't think I can go back and get my master's degree because it's going to take me two years. Two years is going to go by whether you work on your master's degree or you don't. So it's really up to you to make the choice. And I know that there's a lot that goes into that, but I just, I want people to know that if you have a goal of writing a book, for example, it is possible. As a kid, I was not told, like, you know, not talked down to, like, you won't be able to write a book. But anytime I ever said I wanted to be an author, most of the authority figures in my life, well-intentioned people, sort of nudged me in a different direction because they thought, and they're, they're accurate in their thought, it is difficult to become an author. And that is truly a limiting belief because things have changed and it is not as difficult there aren't as many gatekeepers um, as there used to be mm-hmm. stopping you from going after the things that you want to go after. So if you want to write a book, it's totally possible for you. You can try to find someone to help you through it, someone who might mentor you or someone who can execute on the work for you, or you can seek it out yourself. If you have the time, there's these resources, right? Time, money. Yeah. <laughs> we need to figure out what's going to work best for us. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a journey, has multiple steps, as you now know, going through the press. Not only in the content, but in the design and getting it really to the place where it's exactly the way that you want it. It can take a lot of steps, but I hope that you would feel, (laughs) I mean, I certainly feel that it's totally worth it to go from this vision in your head to holding this thing in your hands and seeing the impact that it can create for so many people. And this journal is going to create so much impact. Jess, I can, I can Mm. feel it in my bones. My heart just tickled when you said that. I was like, yes, that's what I want. That's what I want. But be internationally impacting people with this beautiful resource. Yes. I want to know where in the world this journal goes. You hit some beautiful points though, in what you just shared with that. And, you know, whether we decide to act on our goals or we don't, time will pass. That just like hit me like a brick wall. When you said that, I was like, man. So true. So true. And it is about us in choice of what do we do with our time and how do we really want to use it? And uh, one of the questions in the journal is, what is my intention for today? And it, it is about being intentional with our time mm-hmm. because it can so easily get sucked through the vortex of, well, let's say social media or any other elements where we can say our responsibility needs to go here. The other thing that I thought was interesting too, and you're right, if we were to look at the time that you and I have been together in the creation of this from thought process to selling it now, it it has taken time. And it's been actually longer than that because I've been thinking about this for, it would be about three years now. So the thought process was passing by during those two years before I actually braved having the conversation with you and sitting down and figuring it out. And, and I remember actually our very first conversation that day 
and you're going through the process and you're telling me this and you're like, okay, so this is what it's going to look like. And I was like, okay, I said to myself, I wasn't going to make a decision here. I was just going to listen to what you had to say. Then I was going to go and I was going to think about it. And I was like, what am I going to do? I'm going to think about it for another two years or just commit and fearfully commit. And I think that is where journals are realistic. We aren't going to get them right away. We're going to have to work at them. And we may not necessarily know all the hows of how it's going to work out or where it's going to land us. But the key is just starting it and braving that start, taking the courage to say yes to our dream instead of maybe some other day or maybe another time or not right now. One of the key pieces and what you just said there really clicked for me. I actually got like, I always pay attention to body responses that I get when listening oh, yeah. to someone or when you know, getting fired up about talking about something. You talked about the decision and that you weren't going to make the decision with our call. You were just going to kind of think about it and mull it over. But yeah. if you really think about it, when it comes down to it, the difference between the, this journal existing today versus not existing today is the decision that you made. It was wow. that one decision that ignited like if there's a, a string of matches, you lit that one match on fire and then it started to ignite the rest of them. And here it we did. are today. I got another like body chill, like a spine tingle down my spine. It was that one decision. And mm. also when it comes to change, you also inspired me to think about something else in a different way. Something I just recently worked through with my own coach yeah. is I can have a tendency. I think humans do this a lot to think, oh, I want to do this. And I want to do this. And I want to do this. And we have our, our attention in a lot of different places. And that makes it harder to reach a goal that we're setting. When we have like so many things that we want to do, or we do a little bit here, we kind of half-ass this other section over here and we don't go full force. Like you want to use your whole ass to reach your goal, right? <laughs> um, I'm sorry if you can't, if you don't swear on this show. I totally oh no, we got it. The whole, um, <laughs> so I've had to work on this in my business and I think it translates really well into life. Yeah. I have a tendency to be like, I want to help everyone and I want to do these resources and I want to do a masterclass and I want to do a workshop and I want to make sure that I have a course for people and I want to do. And my coach was like, you really have to think about what it is that you're doing and what are your, what your number one focus is. Because if you don't focus on your number one focus, then the number one focus is not going to move the needle forward at all. You know, it's really just going to be about being scattered in different places. And I think this is really true of life as well. You don't set down what you desire and what you want to accomplish. Or on the flip side, if you pick so many big goals that it just seems overwhelming that you're not, you know, you're not going to take any action on them because it just seems too scary to do anything in any direction. Using something like the Courage to Change Journal to really focus and hone in, what you focus on is going to expand. And what you focus on in making the decision to create this journal even was taking it out of your head, putting it down into real life, turning it into reality. Now it's something that's tangible in your hand, but you had to focus on that and you had to make that decision in order to do it. So I think this journal is really going to help people to put, to find the clarity needed to go after the things that they want in their life. Do you know the thought process behind that? You just brought me through a bit of like the early journey of this whole journal to where we're at. And then where I'm taking it going forward is when I first started to talk to you about it, there was also a part of me that was like, I have to have this shit all put together already in my head and be able to tell you this is exactly the way it's going to work out. That's actually what took me two years to even sit down with you. because And, and I've seen that in the fitness industry too. I don't know how many times you would probably experience this where we sit down and, and, and talk to people about their fitness goals. And they're like, I don't want to join the gym until I'm at this certain level of fitness. Yes. And clients the same way 
right? I'm like, they're like, oh, but it's really, really messy right now. I just don't know if this is the best time. And and what I got to say to any of you guys out here that are listening, to you listening to us right now is start. Don't wait until you have this. (laughs) The mess doesn't go away. No. No. The mess, you have to do it in the mess. Like there's no, you can't wait till you clean up before you start doing things in your life because the mess is exist. It may be bigger or smaller at different points in your life because of other variables and circumstances, but the mess doesn't go away. No. In fact, I feel like we're experts in keeping it messy sometimes. So we don't do certain things. So it's just like, yeah, you don't have this mess now. You'll have a different mess later. Yeah. (laughs) The the other part though, always, always, always that. The other thing I was thinking too, is where I was initially bringing myself through this process and being like, okay, this is the journal. There was a point in time, not all that long ago, actually, as I was doing this, I went, whoa, wait a second. This is going to be a series now. you know. And I think that's the other beautiful part with this is that this goal that you are going to focus on and the different goals you're focusing on in the Courage to Change journal is going to bring on new expansion, new opportunities that you can't even see or fully understand or know right now. But as you continue to intentionally work through that, touch your dream every day, and that touch will be different from one day to the next, and it will feel different. However, it will then bring on new opportunities. And that is where I know for me, the next space where I see this journal is in a year's two time, you and I will be releasing a second series of this journal that people can interchange which one they're using within the volumes that they have. So I think that is the magic. And I'm like, well, where does it go from there? Who knows? I haven't gotten to that part yet. But if you ask me this six months from now, I may be able to give you a different answer. And I think that's what's that's beautiful. So interesting. Yeah, it's so interesting that you say that because I just truly feel that action inspires action. Mm. And so by taking the initial action to get this rolling, it's almost created this momentum for you. And when when someone's considering writing a book, I always try to talk to my clients or potential clients about the fact that writing the book, it's not the end of the story. It's almost like you're writing the book and that's like the preface. That's like the first part because the impact you can create, it may not be only with this first book, but you will be so, so surprised at the amount of opportunities and doors that open and you know, things that come up for you through this journal coming to life. And it's not just about the one journal anymore. You've already said it has initiated this urge to create another one for more people. And what it's going to do over time, you know, this happened for me as well. I did a self-love journal and I thought that was it. That was going to be it. But then there was a lot of response from that journal. And then I created a second journal that was for girls, focused on girls. So like one was for moms and one was for daughters, essentially. And then there was a third journal and then there was a fourth journal. And then there was my book that came out and it has continued. It doesn't mean you're going to go down the the path of like publishing unless that's your, that's your journey. That's your journey. That's amazing. But it really does. The very first thing had to be that match that ignited the change. I decided I was going to make this journal and that kept rolling. Action inspired more action, inspired more action. Mm. But if you're just sitting on your couch in the comfort zone, that's no Mm. action. That's not action taking if you're thinking about it, sitting on the couch, you need to put one foot in front of the other. You need to do something to yeah. start initiating that action that's required to inspire more action. Yeah. It starts to get really fun too. 
have new ideas. Now this has inspired you to have more ideas about how you can yeah. impact people. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah. And so, you know, the first one, we launched the first one, we're celebrating the first one, and that is going to help a ton of people, but you're already thinking about how I can then help more people. How can I further their experience? How can I help people with maybe another step in the goal process? accomplishing yeah. goals? So it's really a beautiful, a beautiful cycle. Yeah. Kind of like and- our, our goals are ever evolving. They do go through cycles and they change. I love the flame part of it. And I think that's the one aspect that I think with some people is if their flame feels like it's been blown out, that's where it can I'm happen. Gonna, and it can. Wind comes can. out of your sails a little bit. There's less momentum. Yeah. There's less like tangible things happening maybe, but you know, yeah. that growth process can look like it's stagnant for some time, just like mm-hmm. in nature can look yeah. like it's stagnant, but really it's replenishing. It's you're, you know, getting the nutrients required to then take another step forward. You know, we can't always be in the blossoming stage <laughs> and we're in right now you're in the blossoming stage with yeah. your journal coming out and being live. And now it's here in the world, but there was a lot of time before that, that we were not in the harvest season, but we were yeah. instead you know, not as visible, kind of privately doing our thing, building, (laughs) building this thing. That part is necessary too. Like it's not always going to be the big, huge, huge milestones. Mm -hmm. This journal coming out is a massive milestone, but you can't get the massive milestone if you don't do the underlying parts of it that maybe aren't as sexy, but they're really necessary. There's a part in the journal that I actually recall writing saying that, you know, you're not going to always get the instant gratification and and people aren't always going to see the change that you're Mm -hmm. working on or making. And that sometimes is what can make it the hardest for us to stay consistent because, you know, hey, if nobody knows, then who am I accountable to? And if even if you're working with a coach or you have someone that you are got there as accountability as a part of your tribe, you could still back out of it. You could, you know, if you wanted, not, not the masses. No. So I think that this is where tools somewhat like this really can help just allow yourself the kindness to continue to go through the ebbs and flows of life. Cause there are going to be days you're going to miss journaling. It's just, it's the fact of life. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be days you didn't touch your goals the way you expected expectations. Mm, They will always change how the goals are. Maybe you start off in one way and it's going to turn a different way too. You know, Courtney, kind of looking at where we, you and I have come together in this journey and where this is going to go down the, the road, which wasn't planned to talk about, but I was like, ah, this is what's going to happen. Um, you know what? Tell me a little bit about your business and, and where are you guys going? Where are you going with your business in the next little bit? Oh my gosh. Well, since we started working together, I had a lot of goals. I already sort of alluded to this, a lot of ideas in a lot of different places. Um, I also can tend to be very efficient. You know, if I want to do something like put the pieces together of an online course, for example, I could, I could get that happening relatively quickly. I have some strengths in technology. Um, I have some strength in just using different mediums like audio and video to get things created quickly. But as I said, I've had to go through this with my own coach. Let's focus on what your number one focus is and what is it that leader publishing is truly doing for people. And so I am really focused on working in this way, one-on-one with clients who are making waves in some way in their life. So I say that I'm publishing support for women making waves. So if you are trying to do something big with your business, with your life, and you have an idea for how you can serve people, whether it be a journal, which is something I 
kind of specialize in again, organically, yeah. sort of naturally people have come to me, I think maybe because that's where I started. And if you have this idea to it create impact and income with a tool, like through the medium of self-publishing, that's what I'm here to do. And there will be times mm. along the way where I'm offering resources and tips. I do a lot of that on Instagram and even on TikTok now, which I feel a little old for, but it, <laughs> so far the response <laughs> has been really great. To like the how-to tutorial videos on, on TikTok. I want to help you. If you have a goal of writing a book, I want to help you. So through yeah. my one-to-one services, I have a more full service option like I did with you, where I actually executed on everything. We just talked about the interior and what you wanted that to look like. And, and then, you know, we worked through it and it was almost like you consulted along the way and told me what, how you wanted to look. And then I put the pieces together for you. So that's like a full service publishing. I also have a mentorship mentorship option. So you could work with me if you have the idea and you're a little more like you want to be hands-on, you have more time for that. You're able to like get your hands in and actually execute on things. I have a mentorship program. There are other things that I offer, but I really want to focus on helping one-to-one having this dynamic is really what lights me up. And honestly, with my, I don't know if you know much about human design or if anyone listening has heard about that before, but my human design, uh, it's like your energetic blueprint. And for me, I'm not designed to do things for multiple people all at once. I'm more designed to be focused energetically one-to-one with people um, and help them move the needle on on where the, and, and in my realm, it's publishing, but that could be with mm-hmm. any area of your life, depending on your, your human design. So leader publishing is focused on helping women become authors And for 2022, I'm focusing on working individually with clients because I feel like that's where I can get the deepest with, with my clients and help them really execute on what it is that they want to share with the world. And what would be the best way for them to reach out to you? I'm on Instagram most often. That's at leader publishing. Um, My website is leaderpublishing.com. I should specify the lead her lead her publishing, but it's all one word. Uh, TikTok is also like everything's at leader publishing. If you're searching for me anywhere on social and I have some uh, really great resources. If you just hit the main page of my website, leaderpublishing.com, it really outlines how I help individuals. And there are some free resources there. I have a video training. That's all about how to self-publish on Amazon. That's free. I have a book mapping workbook and a journal mapping workbook. So if you're thinking about it, but you're like, I don't know how to put the elements together. Um, there's lots of freebies just on the very front page of my website. So that's probably the best place to go if you want a little bit more info. I'll make sure for everybody that the information is in the show notes for them too, Courtney. But I can attest to you that coming and, and sharing my dream with you, you really did. You took care of it for me. You took care of that dream. And I felt the one-on-one support. And in areas where you wanted to stay focused on with me, that's where we were. we were. And then where there were other areas that I knew I needed to get completed. You had me branch out to those professionals to make sure those things were done while you and I focused on the other things. And so it really was a community that you introduced me to, to help bring this together. And I just want, I think it's good for you to know and, and for anyone who is contemplating it, that I felt that one-on-one and I felt that support and that connection and the energy come through. And I don't think it would have transpired this journal in any which way or form without that from you. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Amazing. I'm so glad to hear that. That means a lot to me because along the way, I've tried to be the Jane of all trades doing everything. (laughs) And then I realized that I can really create a more immersive experience where you get to work with people in their zone of genius. So I have someone on my team. I have a few people on my team, actually, that go through the editing process. I have a couple of designers on my team. I have marketing strategists. I, you know, I have these people that do 
these things that help in a much better way than if I tried to do it all myself. We can't always just do it all. You know, I know that no. women like to try to do do everything, yeah. but you, you, sometimes you have to delegate to the right people and that can make all the difference. You know, could I have helped you with your launch strategy? Probably, oh, yeah. but I want someone who is like 100% invested in marketing, loves that part of it yeah, yeah. to give you an mm-hmm. even better experience. So yeah. I I'm really proud of the the team that I've started to build because even a year ago, I didn't have these same people on my team. So had you have launched a year ago, it probably would have been me helping you with the marketing, for example. Yeah. So um, it's taken some time, but good things take time. So it's okay. You know, and I feel like this is like the perfect circling because we just talked about earlier in our conversation about the goals taking time and that it doesn't happen overnight. And that you just exampled on how that worked for you in your business and how I am experiencing that, I think is what you were hoping and envisioning when it came to bringing on those individuals too. Now mm-hmm. we've got your contact information. We know you know what you're all about. I always ask everyone at the end of this show, if you could be an animal, what would you be and why? You know, um, the first thing that I thought about this question was that I was going to say something that was already similar to what I am. And I would say a giraffe because I'm pretty tall, but then I changed my mind because I think this question is more about, I don't know, I guess it's, this is ambiguous. It can be whatever you want it to be about. So what I would say now is not a giraffe. It would be an eagle. And I am soaring across the sky with a really great view of what's going on below me. And this also relates to my human design. Because my human design type is a projector. And as a projector, I am someone who can see the big picture. I can be very visionary. I can see my surroundings from a very high vantage point, which I guess a giraffe could also do. So a giraffe could also work. But I'm saying an eagle because I am soaring above and I am seeing there's Jess and she wants to do this journal to help people create change in their life. And I can see it from the big picture. And Uh, while it doesn't mean you can't see things from the big picture, I feel like that's a strength of mine is being able to see things from the top and also to see, like we just talked about, where can I have just have some support that maybe isn't me, but you know, I'm going to help her through the process. I have a good, I have a strength for seeing the big picture. And I think an eagle doesn't have to be an eagle, but an eagle soaring above and seeing everything that is the strength of mine. So that's why I pick an eagle. Well, I I know a couple eagles in my life. I'm actually a falcon, so I'm soaring with you. And uh, I, yeah, so I, I like that. I think that, um, and I do agree with you. I think that's exactly who you are and the big picture. And it's a different perspective than it would be from a giraffe's perspective. So thank you so much for sharing that, Courtney. Even higher, <laughs> even higher than a giraffe. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's right. She goes up high more and more. She's got big visions, big visions. (laughs) You know, honestly, you are one of those individuals that I know we could talk forever on this. And I have a feeling this is not the last time you'll be on this show. So I personally wanted to thank you for coming on. And, you know, for you as a viewer, if there's anything you would like for me to ask Courtney going forward, let me know. Maybe we can have her on the show for something else too. And of course, you know, her contact information will be in the show notes for you guys to connect with her too, to make meaningful change in your life and others. And then of course, you know, guys, 
the journal Courage to Change is out now on Amazon. So check it out or come to my site at yourinnervitality.com to learn more. But I would love to see how I can help you make that courageous change and bring out the best of you. All right. Until then, guys, I will leave you for now. Do you like what you hear? Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and give it a five-star rating on Apple. Now remember, the conversation doesn't stop here. Be sure to join us in our Facebook group, Your Inner Vitality Community. We would love to hear from you. What were the golden nuggets that you took away from today's discussion? And more importantly, what actions are you going to take? Now, if you're also not a subscriber to the monthly newsletter, Finding My New Normal, make sure you also subscribe today. Don't miss out on any of the good stuff happening within this supportive community. Both of these links are available in today's show notes. And thank you again for joining us and be sure to stay tuned for the next episode of Your Inner Vitality. Remember, it's your time.